2: phase zero season three episode 10 we are 10 weeks in to 2023 and we are still talking about the marvel cinematic universe every wednesday right here on the phase zero podcast i'm your host brandon davis joined today by jenna anderson oh jenna is muted she's saying a lot but we can't hear it we'll come back to jenna in just a second aaron perine is here Lots of stuff is happening. People are trying to sabotage the show from shadowy conditions beyond our comprehension. What's up, BD? I'm telling you, bro, if, listen, if you don't got haters, you're not doing it right. <laughs> <laughs> I to get his microphone.
1: Can get you us all hear me now? Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. I don't know that I blame Kang, as always. I blame Kang. Yeah. But no, we got we got a chunky show. We got a lot to talk about today, so I'm very excited for that.
2: It's gonna be a good show. Jamie Jurak is not here today, she'll be back next week. We have been on a streak of special guests, which culminated in last week's uh, awesome guest of Jeff Loveness, who was a super dope guy. I appreciate everybody who was uh, friendly in the comment section. I respect people who, you know, you're not a, maybe not a fan of Jeff Loveness's work in Quantumania, and you're allowed to express that. I'm not saying love everything we talk about here about the MCU, but the people who were friendly in their critiques and the people who were nice and excited to see Jeff, we really appreciate that. The people who were just kind of dicks in the comments, well, we don't appreciate that, but... That's Twitter. So we move on. Uh, today is Captain Marvel's fourth birthday. It hit theaters four years ago today. That is that's crazy.
1: It feels that's like an a lifetime
2: ago. Career right there. A
0: lot has happened. A lot. Yeah. A lot is. A lot has transpired. <laughs> no one could have told you after Captain Marvel came out that all that we would be where we're sitting right now. First of all, the yeah. show did not exist. So there. There's that.
2: Thank Could you, you imagine, imagine if we were able to do this show throughout the Infinity Saga?
0: <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, my God. Uh, it <laughs> would be so
1: quaint, honestly. Like, we would just be like, oh, my God. What's going to happen in Endgame? Like, the, the speculation would wow. be so charming compared the, to where we are now.
0: Those months between Infinity and Endgame would have been in just ridiculous. <laughs> Who knows? I remember reading all the threads about what was going to happen and what was going to transpire. Remember it was going to be called Avengers Forever? The Russo's trip, like... Posting cryptic images of big, mm-hmm. giant time travel things that are not in the movie. Like, it would have been nuts.
2: Yeah. My goodness. That would have been a wild time on phase zero. I hope. I mean, I know it's still a few years away, but I hope we get to uh, have that kind of hype and do this on phase zero through between Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars. <whistles> and after Secret Wars, yeah, I'm, y'all just never gonna see me again. I'm out. <laughs> I'm, done. I'm done. Look at me. I'm tired.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, all right. Well, yesterday, I, so I, I want to tell a little story. A little story. <laughs> time. Go ahead. Yesterday, I was doing a junket for Luther, the fallen son. And so that meant interviewing Idris Elba and Andy Circus and the director and the writer, which was awesome. The Luther movie movies actually, pretty. I, I enjoyed it. I, and I'm not, I, I thought he, I thought it was pretty good. It was pretty, pretty dark, pretty twisted. But so I'm doing this junket and uh, I, I do one interview. I, I interview Andy Circus first. And then I'm in the, when you do these interviews over Zoom, what they do is they put you in kind of like, yeah, there's this big hospitality room where you see all the other journalists and they make sure everybody's ready to go. And then basically, when you're next to interview somebody, they send you to a different Zoom room and you're just staring at a screen and it just says, you will be permitted soon. That permitted soon could be anywhere from 15 seconds to 12 minutes. You don't know. You just got to be there like, I'm ready, like SpongeBob. I'm ready. So, I'm sitting there in the Zoom room waiting to talk to uh, Neil Cross and Jamie Payne, the writer and director of Luther the Fallen Son. And all of a sudden, I see Slack blowing up. I see Twitter blowing up. And there is some news. And all of a sudden, my Luther interview is bogged up in my mind because Jenna.
1: <laughs> or no, Aaron. This was Aaron's story. Oh, this <laughs> oh,
0: Aaron's news. It's Aaron's news. Aaron, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. John Berthall is back. The Punisher has been added to the cast of Daredevil Born Again. For us, for one Adam Barnhart with a pot full of coffee and a ham radio, the filming started on Monday in Yonkers. Um, everybody, of course, is really excited. But of course, some of that has been tempered by the news that Deborah Ann Wall and Eldon Henson will not be returning or at least not supposed to return as foggy and Karen uh in the in the new series and that's 18 episodes expected to debut next year probably i don't know for now we just get images of charlie cox drinking coffee and hitting crazy stuff and learning how to do a quadruple black backflip for all of our amusement um I, we already heard what BD was going through Jenna, what was what 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 goes through your mind <laughs>
1: this was like just before my shift had started for the day and I was just like oh thank god I'm not on for the craziness but even like <laughs> by the I was happy because like by the time I had hopped on for the day no one had been on my like train of thought which was could we maybe get Punisher in armor wars and get the war machine armor because like that, that seems like the kind of crazy thing to throw him into so I was like oh yeah, yeah I get to write that article because nobody had written that yet but I'm I'm happy he's back that was just pure chaos, how, how that old news came out. I was just not prepared at all.
0: There there are some times when jail cell, Jim Viscardi says <laughs> at here, like he says like, Hey, everybody now, like, and you're like, what's going on Jim. And it's like McDonald's brought back the McRib. And there's other times where it's like, Hey, everybody pay attention and it's freaking John Bernthal returning. And uh, it's all hands on deck.
1: <laughs>
2: true. That is so true, man. I'm just thinking about that hot toys, war machine, punisher, uh, figure and the four hundred dollars I'll have to spend on it in twenty twenty six. Oh my gosh. I love that damn I love those hot toys figures, but they do be taking a minute to get to shipping. I'm finally, finally, any day now, Shang-Chi supposed to arrive. Wow. So oh so Jenny, your She Hulk will probably be here probably by Secret Wars 2. Yeah, I was about uh, to say
1: like I, I'm not expecting it during the multiverse saga at this point. <laughs> so
2: the, the the i'm hyped for the punisher news and there's a couple things i i want to say about this one is i do i know i'm not a person who's usually up here saying i want r-rated content like i'm the one who was on here saying blade could be pg-13 at work it's fine deadpool could be not in a deadpool movie rated pg-13 but in a pg-13 movie with other characters and it could work the punisher uh, I got. I have some thoughts, man. I, I I don't need a PG-13 Punisher, but the Punisher season one and two, and the Punisher's role in Daredevil, which were all are unrated but R-rated Netflix shows, are on Disney Plus right now. So I say, why not? Why can't we just do it again? It's already available. 18 episodes. I do want to see some adult-oriented content from Marvel Studios. We're gonna get it with Deadpool three. So hopefully that you know 2024 is the year where the MCU grows up a little bit. And I'm not saying it needs to stop being, you know, fun for the whole family. You know, there can be there's the, we're getting horror films, we're getting sitcoms, we're getting this, that maybe some adult oriented fanfare, more mature stuff with the Punisher. John Bernthal is the absolute man as this character. Hopefully they let him keep that up. Um, there was something else I want to say, but I forgot. So I don't know if it oh. comes back to me. <laughs> well,
0: I I would like to say too, uh, the writing better be on point because this is a character that's kind of fraught.
1: For yes. a lot of
2: us out here. yeah. The, the, That's actually, the, 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 yeah. Go ahead. Go. That, that, that reminds me what I was saying. What I want to say was, uh, I feel like the news surrounding the Marvel Cinematic Universe is more exciting than what's happening in the Marvel Cinematic <laughs> Universe lately. And I really want to see, like you just said, the writing be really, really great. I want to see these characters and their relationships with each other and the things that they're going through just be as exciting and as entertaining as the news of him coming back itself. So hopefully that delivers.
0: We we can, we can all dream. I had yeah. a long conversation about adaptation with Nick Valdez, where it's like, sometimes when you wish on that monkey's paw and then you don't, you get what you want, but it's not what you exactly think you want. Uh, let's hope we can avoid that. Jenna, what are you going to say?
1: No, because like I, I totally agree with all of that. I think that that's also my biggest worry going into Deadpool 3 is I feel like it is not going to meet fans' expectations of like Hugh and Ryan on screen together. With with Punisher, I feel like it's a smaller version of that, but I do agree with Aaron of like it's there's such an interesting needle to thread with the character and how to portray him and what parts of him to showcase, and I, I'm very curious to see how they do that. I, I do want to talk about like the the Debra Ann Wall and Eldon Henson part because I feel like the internet is on fire about this. I I I'm in the wait and see camp. If if they do don't if they don't end up on the show, it's been almost a decade since we've really seen Matt in New York. We don't know what his story is. We don't know who's in his orbit anymore. If they recast these characters, I'm very curious to see what other actors bring to those roles. So as much as I love the two of them, I, I would also be like, I feel like there's room to have a different interpretation there. I just I hate this discourse because I hate the whole like, are the Netflix shows canon discourse? And I feel like this has exacerbated it a million percent.
2: Oh, we, yeah, if we on this ride forever, Jen. Go ahead, Brandon. Sorry. <laughs> if they just don't use the characters, the question remains unanswered. Yeah, and I mean, even if they do use the the characters, it still kind of remains unanswered. But there's a, it seems to lean more into like, yes, this this all did happen and it is all canon. I don't know. I feel like they're just keep they're playing it loose on purpose because they don't want to piss anybody off who loves those shows and say, yeah, they're they're not canon, but they also like, I don't know, they're bringing. I'm happy that I, I like Karen and Frank interacting again would be cool to see. But it's 18 episodes just because, as I think the THR reports put it, they're not on the roll call right now. There's 18 episodes. This is going to be in production for a hot minute. So hopefully down the line, I I would be more surprised if they are not in this show than if they are. I think they'll be there.
1: It's going to be the new Mephisto thing of like, where where are Foggy and Karen? (laughs) Like everyone is just going to be waiting with bated breath if that ends up being the case.
0: To play play a weird like sort of devil's advocate as someone who doesn't have quite the pronounced affection for the Netflix universe. Like, is it not if, if you don't get Karen and Foggy because everybody loves Daredevil, right? But you do get Mike Coulter and Krista Ritter back. Is that an acceptable trade off for everybody? Like, does that? wet your whistle. Cause that's crazier to me. Like just all of them being around. is like, what is happening here? I'd never, I said goodbye to the good ship, Netflix, Marvel universe over the pandemic. Me and Adam like pushed a little paper boat out and lit it on <laughs> fire for, for everybody. And here we are. And it could all be back.
2: I think that they could bring them back and not have the Netflix shows be canon. Like, I think that they could say that's a different universe and that way, like, I just, we all kind of expect they're going to recast people like Finn Jones, mm-hmm. you know, and you already had Mahershala Ali and Luke Cage, and now he's Blade. So it just kind of seems like maybe that is variance over there in the Netflix shows. And some version of that happened in the MCU, but not the exact version. That's what I feel like they're doing. And so I, I like the, in terms of getting Kristen Ritter and Mike Coulter back, Mike Coulter, Columbia, South Carolina native, go Gamecocks, even though he went to Yeah. <laughs> <FU. laughs> I think it'd be great to have them back. I just think that there were never, I don't think we're going to get everybody from these Mm -hmm. properties. I do think that Deborah Ann Wall and and Eldon Henson will be among the returners. And I do think Kristen Ritter is going to be among those returning. Mike Coulter, I don't know, because that man's doing interviews talking like, Talking like he's over it and just like, I don't know, maybe he's just not wanting to be the guy in the interview saying, yeah, I want to do it again. I want to do it again. I want to be invited and then doesn't get invited, which I would respect that. Like, you don't want to act like your campaign or something that might not happen. But he seems a bit more less invested than everybody else, maybe because he might know something. This is just tinfoil hat. I don't know. Kristen uh, Kristen Ritter. I I think Kristen Ritter is coming back. I don't know about Mike Coulter.
1: I hope so. also I doing like a dozen plane sequels probably so at this well, point like we know boat, we know right? they're doing one they're gonna do like yeah. a whole cinematic universe i have a feeling so oh yeah, yeah they
2: call it Chip. <laughs> why do they call it boat
0: they sure <laughs> call it boat well yeah. yadi would have uh, been out there trying to sue them um so echo uh I, we saw what can't wait for that october tweet and after all this news it seems like uh we might be getting that i hope i severely hope Man, I would really be interested if that's the one that got that got to stay on this this year. And it would also increase my hype tenfold because I just want that story to still get its place. Um, So we'll see. Uh, Netflix is coming to uh, Disney Plus and already is there, but it's going to be it's going to be running the
2: yard next year. It, it does feel like Echo has been kind of written off for next year yeah. by a lot of us. I mean, like we were all talking at the beginning of the year on phase zero. And now that they, you know, these reports have come out that only Secret Invasion and Loki. Loki season two are going to be dropping this year that we were all like, well, Echo, yeah, that's probably going to be next year. But now that Daredevil is spring of 2024, they got to put a little bit of space in between them, right?
1: I mean, Daredevil's spring of 2024 for now. Like, we don't know how much everything's going to evolve. I also have been thinking a lot about, like, the possible writer's strike and how that could be a determining factor in a lot of this. They might want to space the Marvel and Star Wars shows out even more than they already were planning on if the writer's strike ends up being a thing. So I I see Echo being, like, early next year, and then Daredevil just gets pushed back to maybe, like, the end of next year. But who knows at this point? It could all change a dozen times.
0: But what I'm referring to is that there was I think it was a it might have been her that mm-hmm. tweeted out I cannot wait for October like mm-hmm. what's with what's go what's going on there with that I don't I don't know Adam of course caught that and was like we need to write this and I'm like I agree like if if there is a third Disney Plus series you need space I think Brandon is right between whenever Born Again would start and this year it can't be January Echo and then look now Born Again is basically Echo but without
2: her in it, or maybe she will be in it. Who knows? Um, I'll be I honest. Know. I thought for sure we'd be watching Secret Invasion by now. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I'm sure. glad we're
1: not, though, because doubling up on that in Mandalorian would give me hives. So 100. I'm so glad that we are just staggering that a little bit. <laughs> Thank Could you, not,
2: Kofi. Please, no Mando spoilers. I haven't watched episode two yet. God bless um, All right. We're going to move on to the next topic here. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is now confirmed as the longest film in the trilogy and i'm hearing it's the best film in the trilogy i can't wait to see this movie i'm hearing nothing but good things about this movie i can't wait to see guardians of the galaxy five and three the first guardians of the galaxy is two hours and two minutes long second guardians of the galaxy is two hours and 17 minutes long so this one is at least two hours and 18 minutes long which i like because black panther wakanda forever one of the best movies the mcu has dropped well, actually is the best movie the mcu dropped last year and it is two hours and 40 minutes long. The other two movies, which are not nearly as good, are both two hours long. So I'm not saying runtime is actually a factor. John Wick was 249. And it's the best movie I've seen this year. That movie is phenomenal. Shazam was two hours. I thought it was pretty good. Like, it, it, I don't think, like, you can still make a very good movie in two hours. 65 was 90 minutes long. Uh, it was all right. Well, actually, I'm losing a trend here in what I'm saying about all the movies in March 2023. But I hope Guardians of the Galaxy is seven hours long and <laughs> <laughs> the full work day in the theater uh, with all these characters before they all die. Uh, I, I, I enjoy it. if I think the runtime is not the determining factor on the quality of the film. It's the pacing and why the movie needs that time. And I think James Gunn is not about to waste a minute. Uh, do you know he, He's not doing this just to... There's not going to be 15 minutes of s- slow motion walking into the ocean. There's going to be and that's not I, hey, I like the movie I was just referencing. I think it's great, but I do think James Gunn uses every second purposefully uh and I can't wait for Guardians 3.
1: I, I was gonna make the joke that you just made. This could be twelve hours long, and I would still want more. Like I, I am so happy. I, as long as it needs to be, is going to be long enough. I feel like James is one of those creators who is able to pace things and able to get everything in the cut that he wants to get into the cut. So I'm, I'm just excited. I'm ready to cry for however many hours it ends up being. So,
0: somewhere, Pete Davidson is crying at all this, uh, this, this long movie conversation. He not, he not about that. Um, <laughs> I, I really do think that for some of these, because of some of the changes and some of the weird stuff that's gone on behind the scenes that we'll never truly know about, um, that finding the balance between two hours and 30 and 2.15 is probably best. Also, I just, I kind of love, like, secretly, like, one of the big things I'm, I'm excited about for this movie is that I have no idea what the ending of this thing is going to lead to. It is like a microcosm of everything that's come out past uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, where you just don't know what's because like there's no more James Gunn. So what the heck is going to happen? Like in two hours, 18 kind of makes sense. It's like, OK, we need to build a bridge to whatever's next to for some of these characters who even knows poor Brandon. I see you. Down there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> He's just like, I don't know what's going to happen. I know I'm going to be hurt. I think it's going to be like 240. I'm fine with two hour forty minutes. How long was No Way Home? Two forty seven, maybe. Yeah, like it was up there. I'm. F- I, I don't mind a long movie as long as it's entertaining throughout. John Wick is two hours and forty nine minutes, and it feels like ten minutes. Like <laughs> I can't. Like if a movie is entertaining you, End Game is like three hours long, and that flies by. So, I, I appreciate this long. Enough. The box office regarding the Galaxy One was seven hundred seventy three million dollars. Guardians Two was eight hundred sixty three million dollars is this the first billion dollar guardians movie?
1: I would hope so. I'm not, but I'm not setting any expectations for like billion dollar movies anymore, mm-hmm. but like as close as it could get to a billion, it definitely deserves it. I also think moving the marvels out of the summer will definitely help that even further. Like it'll help it kind of still have legs.
0: Oh, I, I can I get, can I insert a hot take here that doesn't, okay. that wasn't in the rundown. <laughs> I think we're all at the end of yo, Disney plus is going to be 45 days. I think that's going to go by the wayside this year. There's no way. Cause like I can see from how quantum mania has happening, which we'll get to later. Like, I don't think if you're thinking that you're going to go see quantum mania, I mean like see guardians three and wait for it on Disney plus. I don't think that's going to happen. I think you're probably going to go to the theater and see that.
2: I think that just makes sense because I mean, the, 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 the drop off from week one to week two, I, by Ant-Man but we've seen similar drops in the previous marvel films as well black panther had some pretty good legs but like strange and thor had some drops i don't remember exactly what they were i know ant-man's was was considerably worse but when these movies are coming out on streaming like i i feel it sometimes too like i wanted to go see babylon and i was like well i know babylon's gonna be on paramount plus real soon three hours i could go spend you know 40 bucks at the movies or i could just wait a couple more weeks and see it on paramount plus you know, I already have Paramount Plus. Hey, Paramount, we love you. Paramount Company, Phase zero. Uh, but uh, I, I, yeah, it's, I, I do think that's a factor. And I think that if they delay that window, that Guardians 3 will make more money. All, all these movies will make more money. Like
1: I feel but, like Avatar 2 will kind of be like a testing ground for that cuz like we know James Cameron did not want it on streaming right away. Like I don't think we even know when it's going to be on Disney Plus. So I'm sure like they'll look at how successful that was given whatever new window that is and then probably end up somewhere in between like the 45 days and whatever that is.
2: They Avatar 2 just got announced for digital release not streaming, not physical copy. They said you got to buy this movie virtually first before you can even have a copy of whatever sexy Blu-ray cover we release. You know that cover is going to have like some imprinted like 3D stuff you could touch, and all the all the the those little what are those things that pop out of the water? They're going to be like popping off the case and stuff. <laughs> but they're like, but you already paid twenty five dollars for it on digital. Now you got to pay forty to own this nice little steel book. <laughs> all right you gonna do it <laughs> yeah i don't know if i'm gonna do it but a lot of people will all right let's keep it moving here
1: um yeah so mark ruffalo was at emerald city comic-con and he was asked about the possibility of iron man returning and this was his quote there is a time machine and there are alternate universes and realities so anything could happen are one of these boards going to fall on me i think just like talking about marvel snipers man you are trying to get me into trouble again i'm not going to say it's not possible but i'm not going to say that it is so I know BD is the biggest Iron Man stand, so I will let him take it away. What do you think?
2: I wish Secret Wars was in like 2028.
1: Yes. To be honest I with think. you. At this point with the delays, it could be. Like by the time everything gets kind of pushed back and like staggered out, I, I would not be surprised. Because also that had been my theory before they had even announced it was like the 20 year anniversary of Iron Man. Then you do Secret Wars and you kind of like culminate mm-hmm. everything and be very self-indulgent. So mm-hmm.
2: yeah, I'm uh, like, I want to see Tom, uh, Robert Downey Jr. Tom Cruise. I want to see Robert <laughs> Downey <laughs> Jr. play Iron Man again. Like, I, I would, I, I'm I, not afraid to say it. I want to see it. I, and I don't care if it's a flashback to Tony being like Tony before he was like this improved, better version of himself. The entertaining Tony Stark that I fell in love with in the movies from 2008 to 2019. Any version of him along the way or variant. I don't care. I just think Downey is so good at playing this character. I love the character of Iron Man. I love the character of Tony Stark. I don't think anybody can play that role the way Robert Downey Jr. did or anywhere close. Inevitably, one day there will be another Iron Man. We all know it. It's going to happen. But I don't think he's played it for the last time. I refuse to believe that. They got Harrison Ford to play Han Solo again. So I don't think it's done. I don't think Chris Evans is done with Captain America. I think at some point we're going to see this again. The problem is, I think there's been so much Marvel, and so much interviews, so many, so many episodes, so many movies that it feels like we're constantly having this conversation, to the point where we don't, we haven't really had a chance to even miss them yet. Like it, it has been four years already. Four years since Endgame. We're we're three months away from four years of of Endgame. That's cr- or a month away from four years of Endgame. Yeah. And I still feel like it was like last week that we watched that movie this time has been flying by. And we've had so much Marvel since then. And Stark has been uh, involved in some of the stories. So I, I want him back. I want to see him play the part again. But I do want time to like really properly miss the character. And I really I would love it. Oh, my gosh. Would I love it if we're able to walk into the theater and not know that he's in the movie. And he just shows up, but there's no way they spend a zillion dollars to get him in one minute of a movie uh, to not market it in advance. I get it, but I do just want more. T- uh, yeah, sorry, Aaron, what do you think of this? Um, I'm gonna be trying to be brief,
0: but like, I, I they're not gonna like if Captain Carter and freaking uh, like Professor X were in the marketing for Multiverse of Madness, there's no way you're gonna miss out on the big Super Bowl trailer where. I am Iron Man. And it pans up from the ground and you see freaking Robert Downey Jr. We all go hey! like this. It's yeah. never going to happen.
2: What if you just, get, like? what if you just get like somebody like, 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 like imagine this, imagine this in the trailer, <laughs> like for secret wars, Spider-Man who has a relationship with Tony oh, Stark. Mm-hmm. All you see is him in another universe. And he's like, who's this guy? And all you see is like a hand come up and it's just like, "Pew!" like, and you don't actually see the face. And Spider-Man is like, Uncle Mister Stark, <laughs> <laughs> Disney hire me. Assad, you legend. I just marked. <laughs> <laughs> we know you watch Assad. <laughs> 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 oh man! All right, yeah, I, I think it's inevitable, but I do want it to. T- I do want to give it some time. I do want to give it some time. I don't think Mark Ruffalo knows anything about this, you know.
1: But- He's just is, he just a of the Marvel snipers at this point, which is yeah. like All understandable. Right.
2: All right. One more topic here. Actually, we're going to take a one minute break. Then we got a little bit more news. Then we're, we've, we've done some detective work about Avengers 5, the roster for the Kang Dynasty. Put everything together. We're, we're putting the roster together. Who's going to be on the poster? We'll talk about it. Uh, we got a little bit more news. We'll talk about it in just a minute. Welcome back to phase zero where we have the Zemo music. Yeah, uh, I love our I love our, our hold music, our elevator tunes there with Zemo pumping his fist. All right, guys, actually, I, I, before we get back to this, I, I have a I have a bone to pick with Nashville trivia. All right. Oh. So, so Richard, Richard, call the legendary.
0: Please call guy. him out.
2: See, Richard knows it. Richard Richard texted me the other day. He said he said, you want to come do this MCU trivia at the Assembly Hall in Nashville, Tennessee? So I said, hell yeah, let's go. That's free money. They had a $100 gift card to the the assembly food hall. If you come in first place. All right, I got a question for y'all. This is is a trivia question. In the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Chris Evans has portrayed what two characters? What's the answer? What do you think the answer is? And everybody in the comment section especially our subscribers. Please subscribe. We're so close to 11,000. But everybody in the comment section, play along. Chris Evans has played these two characters in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Who are they?
1: I, I know. Does Aaron have an answer? Because no. if not...
2: I... Uh, go, go ahead, Jen. I'm pretty sure. Captain
1: America and Loki. Because he played Loki for like the split second in Dark World.
2: You, you're. you're I, I agree with you, Jenna. Aaron, what, do you, what say you? I, I would have said that those
0: two as well. If we're talking about just the MCU, they tried to trip you up. It's an SAT question. Yes.
2: Advertised as MCU trivia. The answer they wanted was Captain America and Johnny Storm. So I had to go be a Karen. And I walked (laughs) up to the lady. I was like, listen, listen here, lady. (laughs) And she she did it. We came in fourth place by a few points because because everybody else who said Johnny Storm got six points to that question. Not us. Whatever it takes, though. I, I was she was. I looked at I said, Listen, Johnny Storm was not in the MCU. Loki was twice in Thor the Dark World and in Avengers Endgame. Chris Evans played Loki, and she goes, I have no idea what you're talking about. Hey, <laughs> honest, you know, shout out to the trivia lady. It was a fun night. She was out there asking us questions, and she did a good job. Uh, but, but, but Johnny Storm made MCU. We move on. We move on i said to air that out if you're in Nashville, the natural trivia crew they're really cool they do a good job i'm just i i, I was sitting there i was like man we're gonna lose i gotta, I gotta i'm a fraud i didn't get that up. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. all right johnson majors was asked about quantum mania's uh bad reviews by IndieWire, wire and this is what he said quote it doesn't change how i see myself period it's all data I'm a performance within a story. One thing I will say to my team as we're leaving a premiere, if they're reading reviews, I'll say, "How's the movie doing?" I try to clean my plate and take care of my part. The response is, "You're straight, you're good, they like you." And they tell me all about the, and they tell me about the movie. Sometimes the movie is also on that level and sometimes it's not. That's got to be a weird position to be in for anybody involved with these films because people put years of work, of not sleeping, of hours and long days on set into these films learning these characters, learning these lines, writing these lines, directing all that stuff. For Jonathan Majors, it's got to be interesting to be the one person walking out of Ant-Man and the Wild's Mania seemingly unscathed. Because like he said, like the people in his crew told him, they're loving you. the movie, I don't know. That's interesting. That's interesting. And now we're in this weird landscape of Marvel movies are suddenly getting pretty bad reviews semi-frequently. And that didn't used to happen. And now people are like, we're hearing actors react to bad reviews from Marvel movies. This is, this is interesting.
0: I uh, admire Jonathan Majors' approach. Um, that you know, it is really just data, it's just numbers, like what you know. I mean, like you said, like ask the VFX people, like if they care like oh man, it's like, bro, I am happy to be sitting here. Resting knees, arms, and wrists after doing all of this. Listen here, every pixel of Modox butt had to come from somebody. I used to say all the time when people would be like, Madden is just a roster update, tell that to the guy who animates the grass. Like it's not, it's not a game. Like it's whole whole years of people's lives. Chill. It's all right. <laughs>
2: I had to put one trillion blades of grass just in Denver stadium. Right. Exactly. That's someone's Again. job. That's somebody's job. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's another thing. Like I know, dude, I just said that I liked Shazam in a tweet yesterday and everybody's like, do you like everything? Honestly? Yes. I did like Shazam quite a bit. <laughs> and I, but like, and when I don't like a movie, I don't trash them. I've, you, you you don't find me out here, trashing movies. I don't like, I'll tell you once if I don't like it. I'll be honest. i will be like, well, I thought it was all right. Or I wanted to like it more or, But I will also point out things I liked because I I, I just enjoy movies. I like going to the movies. And I also don't want to just bash people's hard work. And I'm not like if you're a critic and you're being a critic, honestly, cool. I'm not shading anybody who does bash things or whatever. That's just not my style. So when people get mad at me for not saying a bunch of talking, a bunch of smack and saying a bunch of things, it's just not. I don't enjoy being negative. I don't enjoy. Just ripping things apart. That's not the conversation I want to have. I'd rather talk about things I like. If I don't like something, I say it once or twice and I move on. If I don't like it, I don't want to talk about it. I talk about the things I like a lot more than the things I don't like. Anyway. That's that's a, that's my rant for the day. <laughs> <Jenna>. <laughs>
1: Your rant on top of a rant. I I echo what Aaron said. Like I agree with Majors. like his whole outlook on just being in Hollywood and acting is just so fascinating to me. Like I just want like an hour long like uh, TED talk from him about like his approach to acting. I I think it's just like it is this weird thing where. It, Quantumania might be flawed, but like people recognize that his portrayal is not. And like, luckily, we're going to get so much of him between now and Secret Wars that it seems like people are just still going to be hyped for him. And so I'm glad that ultimately that is how that works out. But it does have to be extremely weird for him.
0: I mean, listen, I'm sure he's sleeping very well on thousand thread count sheets. With the back-to-back box office number ones that no one does yeah. outside of like Tom Cruise or whatever, yeah. like I'm sure he's like, "Oh man, that kind of stinks." But also, here's my tiny cup, <laughs> you know? No, the yeah. tiny
2: cup thing. Hey, he nobody can fill it, nobody can pour it out, just yeah. him. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what do you think is a over? Oh, what do you think is a bigger number? The thread count on Jonathan Major's sheets right now, given all his success, or uh, I forgot. Oh man, what was it? <laughs> 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 I had it. I just, I forgot it. Oh man, what was it? Oh, no. I forgot. Damn, that was a He's gonna remember it twenty <laughs> minutes later when we're off the camera. He's like, dang it.
1: <laughs> just gonna slack it to us and it'll be like, Listen, oh, okay. I
2: I, I gotta I, I need a nap. I forget what it was. <laughs> I forget okay. sure what it was. But... <laughs> Damn, it was something funny too, <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm I'm just blank. Anyway, all right. Well, we got will, one more news topic here before we talk about Avengers 5.
1: I will say before we get off of talking about Major's Creed 3 is excellent. Like it is so good. He does such a good job in it. So please go see that. I was gonna plug that at the end of the show because he did an amazing job. Um, but yeah, for our last piece of news for the day, uh Kevin Feige and Michael Waldron's Star Wars movie is apparently no longer in active development at Lucasfilm, according to Variety. It and Patty Jenkins's rogue squadron are kind of being put on the back burner. Uh so I think like the implication of this is probably they're now focusing on secret wars and they're trying to like focus on the MCU itself as opposed to Feige also going over to star Wars. But like, what do y'all think?
2: I think star Wars is a mess.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> we need phase, We need a galaxy, something, something po- a comic book, star Wars podcast <laughs> for what Brandon wants to say here. I'm sure there's a <laughs> lot of people who work here who have similar things. Richard,
2: Richard yeah. has thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i just like i mean uh, taika waititi is talking about putting himself in his own star wars movie according to these reports yeah. I, I, somebody in our chat yesterday jenna might have been you who said that guy's flying a little cl- too close to the sun right now i mean listen i love Tyka. i think Tyka's talented as 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 all a as, as, as super talented super funny clever good writer good director uh i don't judge him based on thor love and thunder exclusively and i don't think thor love and thunder is as bad as everybody else says it is i just don't think it's particularly good after putting some thought into it but i don't know star wars just seems like ever since that that rises of, rise of skywalker is just i mean <laughs> is it even a movie last jedi i'm not a last jedi fan like, I think it's, uh, I know, I know, I know. I
1: just got PTSD from when Charlie was on here and debated back and forth oh with you Lord, about for yeah. like 10 minutes. Um, I just miss Star Wars movies. Like, it is this weird thing of, like, it's been as long as Captain Marvel, basically. It's been 2019 since we got a Star Wars movie, but it feels so much longer. Like, I I hope we can get to the point where we have one. I know it sounds like they're probably going to tell us a Celebration, whatever they're doing. I'm just glad in the grand scheme of things that, like, Feige and Waldron are focusing on Secret Wars because just based on those interviews Feige was doing last month about, like, yeah, we're going to pace out some things and we're going to change the way we're approaching certain things. Don't stretch him even further by also giving him a Star Wars movie. Like, that just seems like way too much right now.
2: Yeah, I, I want to I acknowledge some of our comment sections. Uh, I, I, I want to correct myself as I have been corrected. I said Star Wars is a mess. Star Wars TV is excellent. I, I really am enjoying, with with few exceptions, like being just a couple episodes, really. Like the early episode, like two, three, and four of Book of Boba Fett, I didn't really care for. Mandalorian is great. I really enjoyed Obi-Wan. I know some people, now that show has been removed and the excitement is gone. The opinions have gone down a bit. I stand by it. I really enjoyed Obi-Wan. Andor was phenomenal. Uh, it took a couple episodes to get going for me. But then once it did, like that Kino Loy stuff, the prison, oh my gosh. Like it was, I thought Andor was brilliant. Um, so I don't know. I think I think Star Wars on TV is working. I think behind the scenes, it seems the movie stuff just can't get it. It can't figure itself out. But that could be a good thing. Maybe they are just finding the right story. And yes, in terms of Kevin Feige and Michael Waldron, that they do need to focus on Marvel right now. And I'm happy that they are. And I hope that uh, Secret Wars ends up being... The big culmination, the big payoff that we want it to be. And I don't know. That'd be tough to hard to imagine being able to make Secret Wars as good as it needs to be and as big as it needs to be, while also making a freaking Star Wars movie.
0: Yeah. Shout out to Charmin for dodging the band hammer. Yeah. Her movie is safe. I, that's all I really cared about. So I'm good.
1: Yeah, I very hope for that one. All
2: right. We're gonna take one more break. When we come back, we've been doing some detective work. We've been listening to every interview Jeff Loveness does. Simuliu's was out here chirping a little bit if you remember uh, back in December and uh, we're putting together the Avengers 5 roster as best we can so in a minute let's talk about Avengers of the Kang Dynasty and who we expect to be in that movie see you there
0: another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where Bank of America can help
2: Welcome back to Phase Zero Season 3, Episode 10. BD, Aaron, and Jana are with you. Jamie will be back with us next week. All right. Avengers The Kang Dynasty. This is going to be basically the new Avengers, the movie. Uh, we're going to have a whole new roster for the most part, I believe. We might have a couple returning Avengers. It's hard to figure this one out just yet. But people are doing interviews, people are talking. People involved with Avengers The Kang Dynasty are. Spilling details, maybe they're not supposed to, or maybe they are, maybe it's just a little trickle, a little sprinkle just to keep us keep us excited and keep us talking, and talking is what we will do. So, this this last portion of Phase Zero today, we're going to talk about who we know, or who we expect, or who is rumored to be on the Avengers roster in Avengers 5, which is in May of 2025, and should start filming probably, I'd say, at the latest early next year, if not the end of this year. Because if it's a big movie, they got to get the camera, the, the film rolling. So who we know so far, Shang-Chi is a lock for this, right? Destin Daniel Craig is directing it. You have to bring Shang-Chi from his movie. The director's there. Samu Liu's got to be there. And if you remember the box lunch interview I did with Simu Liu back in December, I asked to ask him what he thinks about Destin working on Kang Dynasty, doing an Avengers movie. And he said, I just can't wait to work with him again. So we were like, <laughs> got him you're in kang dynasty right so yes it makes sense that shang chi would be in kang dynasty jeff loveness i did one interview with him for this was not on video this was not the interview that's on the phase zero channel and he out of the blue unsolicited said he's really excited to write for namor that man is writing Avengers to kang dynasty he did not write namor in quantumania so now we're all like okay hold on a second namor he's back Kang Dynasty, that'll be an interesting dynamic. Then in the follow-up interview we did on last week's episode of Phase Zero, thank you to everybody who listened and supported that. He said specifically, I said, what actors, what characters are you excited to to, to work with? And he said, Florence Pugh and Letitia Wright really stand out. So not necessarily 100% confirmation, but it sounds like Yelena Belova is not only going to be a major player in the Thunderbolts, but also in Avengers, in the Avengers roster in Kang Dynasty. And Shuri new Black Panther is going to be a big part of it, which I'm here for. I think all these, these four characters together, Shuri and Namor makes sense too. Them having to kind of work together after forming kind of an uneasy alliance at the end of Wakanda forever. Then there's the Spider-Man rumors. There's all uh, Kevin Feige confirmed Spider-Man four is in development, which means you know, this is tinfoil hat territory for the Kang dynasty roster. We already know Sony owes Marvel studios and Disney one more Spider-Man appearance in a non-Spider-Man movie without Spider-Man four. This is from the interview at the Spider-Man No Way Home premiere with the interview with uh, Tom Rothman, CEO of the chairman over at uh, Sony Pictures. So if Spider-Man 4 is happening, that means there is at least another appearance if that deal is unchanged, which would mean Spider-Man 4, and it could be, Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars. And then you guys could end the deal. Like I said, I'm disappearing. You'll never see me again After Secret Wars. It's all good. So it sounds like spider mans going to be there. Grace Randolph did a YouTube video where she said death and Daniel Cretton wants Hulk, She-Hulk, and Moon Knight on the team. Who I don't know if that's true. That's She also she even prefaced it and said, well, maybe this could change. Who knows? I, I like this. I like where this is going. And then the one that I'm just going to throw out there that makes sense that has to be there, Captain Marvel. And I think in the Marvels, we'll get some ties. We'll see how Carol is keeping in touch with Avengers characters. She already met Shang-Chi. Bruce Banner already met Shang-Chi. Wong already met Shang-Chi. So, if the Avengers need to call some super friends, I feel like Captain Marvel, Shang-Chi, Bruce Banner, you know, they all have their, they all, all the connections right themselves there. So, that's the roster as I see it so far. What do you guys, what do you guys think? Any, do you guys do you see any, anything else or pick up any? Am I, am I off here? <laughs>
1: I feel like Aaron is scheming, so I'll let Aaron go first.
0: I'm I'm just looking at the list trying to think about who else would like be there.
1: For me, um, Doctor Strange and Clea. Oh, yeah, like, there we go. And and Wong I would almost throw in there too, because it's like Wong, it's the Wong cinematic universe at this point. He's the sorcerer supreme. Like, throw him in there too. But I don't know.
0: I I also have two really harebrained things that I would just like to see, but I don't know if they're actually gonna happen. I think one of the Eternals will be in this thing. Just one oh, okay. Like, whether it's we Angela Jolie, who you think? I, th- I think Angela Jolie. Hmm. Because she's the warrior. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, she's off on the, see, this is how long it's been since we've checked <laughs> on Like, she's on the uh, spaceship with Harry Styles, right?
1: Yeah, it's it's her, Harry Styles, Barry Kogan, and Makari.
0: All right. Uh, yeah. Show resolution never to call him, actually, the name of the character, just calling him Harry Styles. <laughs> from uh, <laughs> star, star Foxy just Harry Styles. Yeah. Um, so her and I think, and this is so harebrained. This is just all the social media, like fervor. I think miles is in. Is in
2: this oh, thing. miles. Wow. Miles Morales.
0: Miles Morales is in this thing. Yeah.
2: For wow. Sure. Ooh, Aaron prophet. I mean, Aaron has been.
0: <laughs> it, it, if you read some of the things that have been on the internet, I'm not going to tell you where to go to get them. I feel like uh, there might be two Spider Men, and then when Brandon Davis's whole Tom Holland looking shook by alternate, you know, mirror universe Tony Stark happens, Miles is gonna be like, "Who is this guy? Why are you? Why are you freezing? We got stuff to do." Like, I feel like that's gonna happen.
2: That would be what man. If if they get Miles introduced, uh, Miles Morales is like the hottest Marvel character in the world right now. So. I do, I I can't I am I'm, I'm honestly surprised that he's not a character who has already been booked for a live action thing that we know about. It's crazy to me that he's not. Granted, I don't really care because the Spider-Verse movies are fantastic. That said, him coming to the MCU. I mean, does that mean you bring back Donald Glover? Not as his his new you know, <laughs> Sony uh
1: Hypno <laughs> Hustler. <movie>. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but as <laughs> Aaron, Kang Dynasty confirmed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> See, okay, the chat has been saying Madison, and I'm now like unironically, sure. can we please throw sounds, Madison into Dynasty? I mean,
2: hey, with a Y, but yes. not what you think. Yeah. <laughs> Dynasty with two Ys. Two Ys. Two
1: ends and a Y. <laughs> there are two ends uh, and a Y.
2: <laughs> I think it would also, it kind of feels like it would make sense to have Loki in there too. Yeah. Because Loki and Sylvie started it all. Do you think Sylvie makes the jump to movies?
1: I don't know. Maybe. Oh, See, like Damon is in the chat. Literally any character that can be named, Damon is in the chat. Like, sure, you could probably make the argument. Wait. And that's about where I'm at of like anyone and everyone could be in this movie. We know anyone and everyone could be in Secret Wars, but just like if we've seen a character since Endgame, I feel like there there's an argument to be made that they could be in this movie. So yeah.
0: I, I have a question. Do you guys think Sil you think Sylvie's gonna be in Deadpool? Because that Maybe? would give that would give her the sort of weird big screen introduction for the rest of the people. So that when her and Loki show up, it's not like, who is this woman? Like, <laughs> Harpo, who's this woman? Like, that, it wouldn't be that, you know?
1: <laughs> I could see that. I don't know at this point, though. Like, it's just everything is just so in flux. I have no idea. I mean, idea. this is have-
2: the multiverse saga, and we've barely got to see, like, one other universe. Well, and then yeah. That,
1: yeah. That's
0: why I think Miles might be in it. Because we care about Miles, everybody loves Frick into the Spider Verse. No one wants to yeah. see the kids' parents and the rest <laughs> of that world die. Yeah. Like Peter B. Parker's yeah. got to raise the little girl. Like he yeah. can't, you can't have Bod, Dad Bod Spider Man <laughs> die. That's not cool.
2: That's true. That's true. We 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 don't really care about the X Men universe anymore. Like, I mean, and I say we, I know I'm not trying to speak for everybody, but if they were like, we killed the Fox universe, you get the X-Men now in, in the MCU, people will be like, oh, okay, fair trade. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, but it would be kind of crazy to have to see all those characters get wiped. Like the, I, like I, I, to your point, I think you, we have to see a pre-existing, established universe. And I don't know that the MCU has the time to build one no. before secret wars. If we're going to care about incursions, for for the sake of the other universes being saved, they got to do something with the universe we care about. The only other one I could think about maybe is Andrew Garfield's universe, because yeah. that one gets a lot of love. So if that were, if that universe were at stake, Andrew Garfield Spider Man, that would be one thing. But the Spider Verse universe, he's good just, luck the the just Pulling that off that that combination.
0: Like it would be crushing. Like we were laughing like in like the side chats about what could you possibly do that would make me as sad as freaking Tom Holland turning to dust and freaking miles losing everything would break me in the exact same way. I'd be like, wow. Crazy, so um, that's that's part of why I'm like, if you were willing to dangle that carrot out here, I know it's like story writing, cheap story writing, one on one, to be like, let's just go ahead and torture this kid. Shout out to all of you who watched The Last of Us, uh, but
2: it works. I hey mean, a good a good writer makes you love a character, a great writer makes you suffer for it. Yeah, I don't know who said that, but I've said it, <laughs> I've repeated it a million times, and buy
1: it. Big like Michael Scott, Wayne Gretzky. Gretzky thing, yeah. <laughs>
2: All right. Well, that's our show today. That's the team we know we think is going to be on the roster in Avengers, the Kang Dynasty, Shang-Chi, Namor, Yelena, Shiri, Spider-Man, Hulk, She-Hulk, Moon Knight, maybe Captain Marvel, Loki, probably. Uh, And uh, probably a couple others I'd say, but we'll see. Secret Wars, I think is where it goes really big though. So Kang Dynasty is going to be exciting. I hope Kang Dynasty doesn't feel like a stepping stone the way age of Ultron did going into civil war. I hope Kang Dynasty gets its, like, gets its flowers, gets a chance to really, like, make an impact and be appreciated in its moment. Not, like, in the sense that we're already seeing set photos from Secret Wars that we're looking forward to. But we'll see what happens. It's going to be tricky. It's going to be interesting how they pull this off, and we're here for the ride. So, all right, John, Aaron, any last words for today's show?
0: Uh, it's at some like on Twitter. Uh, go read... That I'll go be anticipatory of Stephanie Williams writing a peacemaker, weird explainer with a foreword by James Gunn. Shout out to the first day of, like, you know, all of us be like, yeah, International Women's Day and kick it in the door. I'm so excited for that, Jenna
1: um it's at hey it's Jenna Lynn on all the social medias like I said go watch Creed 3 it is excellent the final fight is one of the wildest action sequences I've ever seen in my life like it just it, it's so good and as always go read some comics go read what Aaron recommended just there's a new issue of Scarlet Witch out this week where she teams up with Polaris and they go to Subatomica it's very good there's a lot of Darcy stuff in there there's so many good comics this week so go read some comics
0: oh can, love it. it can we plug can we plug Brandon because Layla's right. Like, go stream The Last of Pods. Yeah. Go listen to Bella Ramsey talk about being yeah. like in emotional like turmoil, like we just described in great detail with Ash Crossin and her lovely dog. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, thank you, to everybody who's been listening to The Last of Pods. We had a great episode with Bella Ramsey. Bella was awesome, and that's uh, on the comicbook.com YouTube channel and every major podcast platform thank you Layla. The love from the twitch chat thank you guys for bringing that up and uh you heard it here first from the prophet aaron perine miles morales the uh the dark horse pick for avengers the kang dynasty uh hit me up at brandon davis pd if you want to talk more please subscribe to the phase zero youtube channel we got over 100 people watching no special guests today we love that thank you so much for joining us please hit that subscribe so we can hit up to 11k what we're climbing we're the best show ever thanks to all of you see you next week everybody